Welcome to the Girls Who Run the World podcast, where we're bringing you inspiring guests who are leaders in their industries. We'll be tackling topics from education and empowerment to diversity and inclusion. Together, let's learn from these incredible women. This podcast is brought to you by Our Gorongosa. We create specialty coffee with 100% of profits supporting people, wildlife, and the planet in Gorongosa National Park, Mozambique. Girls' education is one of our biggest priorities because we know girls have the power to change the world. Just like Beyonce said, who runs the world? Girls! Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Girls Who Run the World podcast. We are so excited to have you here back for another amazing episode. So we are taking this episode from a live series that we did back in October. And so for today's episode, we're chatting with Paige Nielsen. Paige is a professional soccer player with a Washington spirit and just a super inspirational woman. In this episode, you'll learn about how Paige was headed towards a career in finance when she was drafted as a pro soccer player. So her life took a really unexpected and amazing turn. We talk about what her life as a professional soccer player looks like, how her experiences playing internationally have shaped her, and what she's learned about life by experiencing soccer in these different countries. We chat about her very heartbreaking story of losing her mother and the impact that had on her life. And we talk about how soccer really brings people together, just the beautiful game. So let's get to this episode. This is episode number four with Paige Nielsen. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Girls Run the World Week. My name is Emily, for those who didn't meet me yesterday, and I work with Argorangoza. And our vision at Argorangoza is to create a world where people and the planet thrive together. So please join me in welcoming today's guest, Paige. Hi, guys. <laughs> so Paige here is a professional soccer player for the Washington Spirit, and she's inspiring women and girls to follow their dreams through sport, which is pretty amazing. So thank you for being here, Paige. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Our pleasure. So let's get right into it. What's your favorite Argorongoza coffee? Uh, definitely the light roast coffee. Um, usually I like a lighter blend with more caffeine, and it definitely gets me ready for my training day. <laughs> Absolutely. It's actually a pretty, pretty solid pre-workout, I find. Yeah, no. Yeah. It doesn't really get me jittery either. I'm just like, okay, what's what's happening today? I'm ready. I'm in. Paige is ready. So something I would love to hear about as well is what is your why for your life? So what gets you up in the morning and motivated and to play your amazing soccer games, to do everything you do? What is your why for your life? This is an easy question for me, and um, it's like deep, but it's uh, my mom. She uh, she's my superhero, and I was very lucky to have her for 20 years of my life. We didn't have much growing up, but what we did have were dreams that she wanted us to fulfill. And she grew up a single mom of four, put herself through college, started two grassroots organizations in Nebraska to help single mothers and battled cancer twice to give us a life that she never had. And um, she was altruistic and gave every ounce to others. So I have taken every opportunity that has come my way to not only achieve 
and accomplish things that she wanted me to, but to give me a platform to inspire and help others the way she did. And unfortunately, I lost her my junior year of college, and I vowed her to become half as a, a woman as she was because she was a fighter, and now so am I. And yeah, I wanna I wanna give back to the world what she gave me. So yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. I wasn't expecting such like an emotional answer, but it's really beautiful. Really amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us. She was awesome. It sounds like sounds like an incredible woman. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what your life looks like as a professional athlete. Yeah. Well, I never realized that I was gonna be a professional athlete. I didn't know there was a professional league in the first place. My my dream was to play at North Carolina soccer. And I thought that was the end of the road. That was my entire dream. Got offered a job in New York and was going to do finance, but got drafted to Seattle and took that instead. And I've been a professional soccer player for five years. And I've, I've traveled all around the world and I've competed at the highest level of the world and we train every single day and we, we play soccer, but we not only play soccer, we, we really try and help and inspire young women around the world. And I hope that they can do that the same thing one day. Um, I played in Seattle, DC, South Korea, Germany, Cyprus, Australia, and it's really given me the opportunity to see how sport, specifically soccer, has brought people together all over the world. Everyone loves soccer. It's the number one sport in the world. I, I hope America gets on board soon. <laughs> I know we're a little we're a little behind in North America, I always say. <laughs> like every other country gets it. Canada <laughs> is coming though. It's coming along. You guys yeah. We're coming, <laughs> we're coming along, but it is, it is really soccer is such a democratic sport because anyone can play. You yeah. can have basically no money and still find, find a ball, somehow make a ball. Yes. And you do see that in these areas of the world where they might not have a lot, but they'll find, you know, a small pitch of land. And like you said, it's not even, oftentimes it's not even a real soccer ball and they make it happen. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely like because you're playing with your friends, striving for something just like bigger than yourself, trying trying to win and it's so fun. Absolutely. So I'd love to hear a little more about playing abroad. So you mentioned you're in a bunch of amazing countries and I would love to hear how those experiences have shaped your life even outside of sport. Yeah, I mean... A lot of people say it would probably be hard going overseas and like leaving America, leaving what's comfortable, but it was easy for me because I was leaving like a lot of trauma, I guess, as you would say. And I really wanted to learn about the world around me. You only can learn so much in school. These experiences have, have shaped the way I see a lot of things. And one, that soccer is amazing because everyone loves it. And I was able to connect with people in different languages who I can even speak to, body language, just like this understanding of how great it is to like be a part of a community that so supports the team. In South Korea specifically, that shaped how I see kind of women and where we need to go. Most of women in South Korea are, it's still very traditional there where 
if they don't go to school and are on top of their class or if they don't play a sport, they're, they're in the kitchen and they're going to be a housewife for the rest of their life. And soccer for them is like ride or die. They, they train four times a day hoping to make it because they actually get paid well in South Korea. And a lot of these girls play soccer and give back to their families because they're the ones that can provide because a lot of them have single moms and they don't have jobs and they didn't graduate high school or college. And um, it's really cool to see that women are given a platform there to provide for their families but it's still it's not the it's not the same stigma as the man, the men get at all. It's um, oh you play soccer that's cool, but like when are you gonna have babies? Who's your husband? And I'm just like that's not that's not the point of of what they're trying to do. <laughs> like all of our conversations is like their purpose is to to have children, and and that's not. I mean, of course, I want to have children. I think a lot of people want to have babies, but that's that's not who a lot of people are set out for you know and I think it's I think women in general want to do more with their life and it was interesting to see that and it's given me the privilege to see those experiences and hopefully take it here because a lot of women don't get the opportunity to play professional soccer to do what they love yeah yeah, it kind of opens opens your eyes up to, like you said, the the privilege that you've had and the experiences, but then also how much work we as a whole community need to keep doing to ensure that these opportunities do exist for all these girls growing up in our world. Yeah, yeah, and then it starts from conversations. Like a lot of people have things ingrained in their brains and their their minds, and it's from government. It's from tradition it's from all these certain things and our world is changing every single day and a lot of people don't like change but traveling abroad especially gives you an opportunity to kind of open your mind and I hope I we can as a whole give that opportunity to more people yes absolutely and you've touched on this a little bit but if you could just explain a bit more about why you want to be involved with supporting girls and women and why you think that's so important? Yeah, so this this is a long-winded answer, but I know that women are just as capable, if not more capable than men with like anything they pursue. Like as an example, I majored in business finance and at my business school, it, it, was, it wasn't because I was interested, it was because 80% of men did that. And I wanted to prove and show that I could beat my fellow classmates even though I was a girl. Um, yeah right (laughs) which was awesome but I know in other countries we still have long a long ways to go to fight for equality for women the U.S. has come a long way but women still earn less than men doing the same jobs and Mm -hmm. actually like men voted for to give us the right to vote so we are still under men Um, we didn't even have a voice to give us the voice to vote and yeah, women rare, rarely seek or fulfill top positions. So we can take that as a responsibility for our own. But it's crazy that less than 20% of women in Mozambique graduate high school because they're so capable, given the right resources to do so. 
I think we can all think about our purpose with our like short life we have on earth and with the story of my mom and playing professional sport that some men laugh at it is it's my duty to help other women to try and achieve the same goals absolutely and just by you out living into your dreams I always feel like that is giving other women not necessarily the permission but a little bit of oh like Paige is out there living her dreams deciding not to go pursue this like finance arena because she knows she has something left with soccer and so that gives other women the inspiration and like I said kind of the permission to be like oh I'm going to go after my dreams too <laughs> because they're all valid, whatever it is that you want to be doing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So how do you think our community can come together and really better support women and girls right now? I wanted to touch on this coffee because your company gives hundred percent of your profits to women and other things. And one of your major goals is for 20,000 girls to receive a high school diploma by 2035. And it's an easy, fun, yet so important thing people more privileged can do is buy this coffee. I mean, everyone is always looking for a way to give back. It makes them feel good. We also like want to have a purpose and we all need each other. And I think what's important for women specifically is that uplifting each other goes a long way. Um, sometimes we see women kind of tear down other women, maybe because we're competitive or it's like we want to be in those positions. But I think in every opportunity, whether it's a simple day-to-day uplifting other women, I think those little things go a long way. But being involved with companies like yourself, it's amazing. It's amazing what people can do as a collaborative to to help people around the world. Well, thank you for that, Paige. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited about you guys. Um, A lot of people are like, okay, how can I give back? How can I give back? And it's like, okay, people are actually on the ground doing the work. You can, it can be easy if you don't have a lot of time, you know? Yes. And I always think that there's different ways you can spread resources around. So when I was a lot younger, I maybe didn't have the money aspect. I would often donate my time. So mm-hmm. that was how I spread my resources around. So yeah. there's volunteer opportunities in your communities. If you don't have the money to spend, if you do have money to spend, investing it in a company like ours there's lots of amazing other companies doing these types of things that are really creating these sustainable ways of making money for people those are another way that you can really contribute so there's always ways always ways and right now mine is mostly time because we get paid so little but i we're working on that (laughs) you do work on that girl get it so what is your hope for the future generation of women so maybe the girls that are just growing up now in our society is what do you really want to see for them i think for them it's important that us or more people our age go after more leadership roles i mean motherhood is is being a leader and i think our world will be much more powerful if we can get more women at the top. I don't know if that's a gender bias, but I, I do think women and men 
in collaborative can work together a lot better than just men and then women are just chilling down here not having a voice and that being said i know that we are privileged in the u.s with ample opportunities and i haven't been to countries with a huge gender gap and with opportunities but i think that's how we start and i think that's that's how conversations start in other countries. They're like, okay, we're treating these women differently. Maybe that's not right. <laughs> Maybe that needs to change. And then also young girls see these women at top positions and they're like, okay, like I can do that too. So I guess that's how I am as a soccer player. You know, you see men on TV and now we're slowly getting on TV and it's, it's those little things. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And like you said, it's just showing what's possible. So it's hard to envision yourself as a CEO if you've never met a female CEO. It's just hard to, it's harder to imagine it. Not impossible, but it's definitely harder. So I love that answer. One last thing I want to hear about is what is, and you can give a few answers if you want. Mm -hmm. I'll keep it to one. But what's a resource, so um, like a book or a podcast, could be a TED talk, whatever it is. What's something that's really changed your life for the better and really inspired you? Well, there's a million TED talks. So if no <laughs> one watches a TED talk or listens to a TED talk, they should. It's very inspirational. I, I listen to podcasts every day, just like positive podcasts. But the I think the number one thing that's changed my life, and it was I was going through a time of suffering. It's all perspective, but it's my own suffering and my college coach recommended a book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. It's about a boy and a dad trying to live life through the Holocaust, escaping death like every single day. Wow. And, and they talk about purpose and suffering. And when I lost my mom, my grandpa, my first nephew in the span of like six months. And I really questioned the purpose of our short lives. And it changed everything, everything for me. And can I read my favorite quote from it? I would love that. It's it's long, but it's by Teddy Roosevelt. It's called Man or it's called The Man in the Arena, if you haven't read it. And it it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error or short, shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end of the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. And I, I've i lived my life like that, and I actually got a tattoo called... Wow! It says daring greatly, and it's like a fallen rose because life is ephemeral and short. So that's... Yeah, it's it's changed my life, and I'll always go after what, what I want. Wow, that's really beautiful. Thank you. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Sorry. I didn't I don't know if you knew how deep this was gonna be, but <laughs> I'm a deep person. I you know it's funny, as as much as I'm really good at small talk, I don't really love it. <laughs> I am the person who's gonna like get right into the deep conversation. Yeah. I'll just yeah. have met you and I'm like, so what are your hopes and dreams? Yeah, right. Same. <laughs> I'm like, let's you know, cut all that stuff. Let's get right down to it. <laughs> uh, have you read Brene Brown's book? Oh yeah, Daring Great. Oh, yeah. She has a quote in there. Yeah. And lead. Oh, I've read all of her books and like series. I love her so much. Okay. There's a podcast now too. Oh, I think I mm-hmm. I listened to two of them. They're like an hour and a half. I didn't know if she had her own podcast. No, she has her own one now too. Oh wow. It's great. Yeah. But uh, if anyone hasn't read any of Brene's work or she has a really great probably more than one TED Talk actually but she is awesome and she yeah she vulnerability yeah it's a lot about vulnerability and yeah she's amazing so definitely everyone should check her out if you haven't already well thank you so much for everyone for tuning in and thank you Paige for being here I really appreciate you sharing your story and just appreciate you being such an inspiration to girls for really following your dreams and just being a badass soccer athlete so thank you No, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. And I hope the best for you. Thank you so much. And we'll be back here tomorrow at 8 a.m. with another incredible woman who is really changing the world as well. So thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Girls Who Run the World podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would love it. Leave us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Our Gorongosa, head over to OurGorongosa.com and find us on social at OurGorongosa.com.